Welcome to episode 45 of Inside Jogging Podcast. Thanks for joining us for another week. Hopefully we can provide you with some decent company for the next hour or so. Whether you're running or maybe pottering around the garden like our very own Matt Clouds, I'm sure we can give you some good value. In a week that's seen temperatures rise across the UK, I'm also joined by a man who doesn't get hot even in a full tracksuit during his warm-ups. But let's see how he deals when his coach brings the heat tonight. Um, how's life, Josh Lund? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Um, I've just got back from uh, London, so I've been a bit travelling a little bit. The big smoke. How's London? It was good. I went to see Stormzy, which was uh, enjoyable. Why does everybody like to say that they've been travelling to London? It's like the thing, in it? That everyone thinks they're really cool. It's, oh, I've just been to London. To be fair, that is where I went. <laughs> and was it mainly all teenagers that went to that gig last night? No, actually, what like it was when I went to Dave the other day that I felt really old. Last night was probably more my age range. I think the thing is, Dave is probably more fashionable with younger people now, where Stormzy's probably he's been a sort of been around a little bit more. Any favorites? He bought Dave out, which was good. Did he? Yes. Um, and you also nearly bought, nearly dropped a K on some Nike shoes. Not necessarily just Nike. I've been browsing some casual trainers. I don't know which ones to get. Can you talk me through these Balenciagas and what is the point in them? I just like the look of them. You like the look of Balenciagas? It was, it, was the, it was those Nike, the Nike ones I sent you, which were pretty bad. So these shoes that cost, really, you like the look of them? Yeah, I think they look sick. Oh, the days. Right. Before, before we go to the shoes, what a shit name to call an app, Dave. <laughs> Do you not agree? Like, I'm not bashing the name, Dave. I think it's a great name. It's solid. But an actual like, artist name just called himself Dave. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can uh, relate to that. What would you prefer? I don't know. Like, you know. Yeah. Not very unique, is it? Yeah. Pitbull or, I don't know. Um, what else have you got? Pitbull. Right, moving on. Anyway, Matt. How's how's life in Wrexham? You're on holiday, are you still? Well, I am. I'm based on holiday, yeah. Because um, I finished my job last Wednesday, so I've just been chilling um, until I start my new one. So I'm off now until I start my new job on Thursday. Purchasing plenty of things. Did you like my new planter outside my house? Lovely. Yeah, I got when a lot of time for that. that. At first, when you said I need to get a new planter, I was like. I've not hurt my planter recently. I thought you actually meant my, in my foot. You will if you get them stupid trainers. Yeah. Um, right. Who's been running this week? Matt? Now, let's start with Josh. Josh has Josh had an interesting week. I'm, I want to hear from this. Okay, bear with me. Why do you think it's interesting before we start? I've just seen various things on Strava throughout the week. And yeah just the posts in, in our WhatsApp group during the week and um, just interested to see okay. how it all went. Monday morning, nine miles. Oh, well, I'm a K guy now. So the confusion here is going to be, I've been running in Ks, but my Strava's in miles. 
just to keep me slightly so um sort of in correlation with the pace so nine miles monday morning 639 average Aaron quickly left did you hear that Aaron? i just had to close the door and place eliza came screaming in and i heard you're a k guy yeah I'm, I'm a big fan i actually got told off during the week for being a k guy so i'm a fan of I, I posted something on my instagram story and i got a lot of abuse for it but so, I'm, I'm sticking with it so but before you go into this my feedback to these people who have it you take issue with it is first of all how far is the running track 400 meters so if you're happy to use meters there then why are you moaning second of all what do you weigh yourself in uh normally my boxes <laughs> so kill, if you're if you're happy with kilograms again that was quick for you yeah Sorry. if you're happy with kilograms again don't come at me if you're at pounds and ounces fair enough you're old school i'll deal with with miles but anyway carry on um so actually i think at the beginning of the week i was running through time anyway so that was an hour <laughs> then in the evening um i did my weights and that oh sorry that was uh that was tuesday night so Tuesday night I had um, a tempo and I had, to, I was going to do my weight before just sort of my calf race and stuff. Um, so I did those at the gym and then I was like, whilst I'm here, I'm just going to do the tempo on the treadmill. Um, and I actually felt pretty quick. So I did two mile warm up and 20 minutes of five fifteens. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you guys get it. If you've not been running, I don't think you did Matt, but I don't know if you do. Aaron. Get a bit of soreness at the bottom of your back. If you haven't run much for a while, I saw you put this on Strava as if it was a thing. It was a thing that I've never heard of. I, I was talking to Callan and I can't remember. He mentioned someone that he knows gets it as well. Um, the issue you've got is that you, you stick your arse out and you arch your lower back. I, I don't think I've got the strongest core in the world. So I think it's probably that. Well, you've been doing core five hours a day for the last month. So I hope you have a decent core by now. <laughs> So yeah, so that was Tuesday evening. In fact, yeah, hard, felt harder than I was kind of hoping, but yeah, it was all right. Uh, and then did two mile warm down. Then Wednesday morning, um, I went out and did 70 minutes. So it was just under 70 minutes. So I think I might have gone, would that have been 16K? Maybe. And that was 6.36 average. Any more to comment on that? Well, I was waiting for you to comment. No, moving on nicely. Hey track suit season oh oh sorry i've i've messed up here i didn't run on wednesday because i had a um annoying i was working late on tuesday nights and then um i had to go to the office on wednesday and it's just going to the office is just terrible it just messes your whole routine up so yeah not big not big fan of that and then uh, we had like a work do on wednesday evening um so it was a bit hard to get out so yeah so that was thursday morning i did that 10 miles how long how was your work still uh, we did an escape room and then we went out for a meal. So, yeah, it was all right. We escaped, so it was good. Were you on the baths again? No, I had sparkling water all evening. Been was good. there any stories? No, well, I left probably at like nine o'clock. Soul of this party is Josh Lund. Bedtime, I know. Um, yeah, so that, sorry, that was Thursday morning I did the 10 miles. Then Friday... Um, I don't. I was toying with the idea of a double, but I think it's too early, which is sensible. I think I spoke to you, Matt, and you said sort of probably don't do it. Yeah. Um, no, so, no, 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 no. What did Matt say? I can't remember to be honest that far back. Was there a probably in there? Probably not. 
Yeah, there was a no. Don't double. So the probably was my thought process before. Then I asked Matt and he was like, don't do it. Um, yeah, so did four, 4K warm-up. Then the session was five sets of 90, 60, 30. And the recovery, which was actually pretty savage, was uh, 60 after the 90 and then 30 after the 60. And the 30, uh, yeah, was pretty tough. Because my um, what I found was my heart rate was getting pretty high on the minute, but then not really dropping so much on the 30. Um, and then it probably didn't help as well that I was meant to jog the recovery and my recoveries were probably a bit too quick. And that's not, not intentionally. I just sort of, I think what I said to Matt is once you get used to float recoveries, like a marathon session, I wasn't, I mean, I was running probably six minute miling, but that just seemed the norm. So yeah, my heart rate was pretty high. Um, so yeah, I mean, overall it was like seven miles at five seventeens. So I was pretty happy with that, to be honest. You look like you're in uh, thought, Aaron. I've got plenty of comments. I'm going to let you flow through your week and then I'm going to come back to a few questions. And then uh, I just did just over 20 minutes uh, warm down. Then Saturday, uh, went out with Jake and did uh, 75 minutes, 619 average. Then, That's the best one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, in the afternoon, I did weights and just 30 minutes really easy on the cross trainer. And then uh, Sunday morning, I did eight miles. Well, just it was an hour at 7.13s. Nice and easy. So what's that? 60 miles, 60 okay. on the dot. Yeah, that actually wasn't intentional. So let's just roll back the week a little bit. Yeah. So you, you, do, your, you do your first little um, session on, on Tuesday. Yeah. 20-minute tempo. Fair. And you get, then you have Wednesday off. And then Thursday morning, you run at 6.36 pace. Mm. And your heart rate is what? Average 157. And you're up to 175 going uphill at the end. So most of that second half of the run, you were over 155. Um, and I know you said last week you don't look at your watch. But I'm not having this anymore. You, you know if you're running too fast. You, you'll feel that. Well, there's too fast and it depends on your heart rate, doesn't it? It depends what you're looking for. If you're running, if, say if I'm running 640s and my heart rate's 130. No, but you, you, will, you, will, you will feel, you got up to one, so at nine miles, you're up to 170. So the whole of the last mile, you are at 170. You are at threshold. You will feel that. And you, I'll flip it the other way. I ran this morning and ran one, my heart rate was like 130 and it felt no different to me running on Sunday and my heart rate was like 140. We're not talking about Sunday. We're talking about Wednesday. Yeah. Or Thursday. But, it was. So yeah, I feel like I'm running like on the higher, harder side of easy. Well, you, you're running at threshold. But, yeah, yeah. But it, that's what I mean. It doesn't you're hard, matter. harder than marathon pace. You will feel that. So I what do you mean you disagree? There's nothing to disagree with. So you don't feel you're running at threshold? No. So why, no, can, you, why, can, you not, why can you not run that, that heart rate for a marathon then? If it's what? so easy. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it, that doesn't feel like my marathon pace. <laughs> I don't... Your, your whole... 
perception just seems a bit mixed up. Anyway, so in my mind, you know you're running too hard, but you carry on. So that's that's your Thursday. So you then go into your Friday and you do a session with Jake, which is not what's been set, and you go quite yes, hard. It. Sorry? Yes, it is. Matt set that session, exactly. Well, he said jog the recovery, and I ran, I, I ran on my own. I did one rep with Jake. So, so Matt's session was to do seven miles at 517s. No, so I just said the recovery was not what he said. So and you did an additional 1960. 1960, that's it. Yeah, so it's not the session. That's what I'm getting at. Can you not see that? (laughs) It's It's not minutes extra running. With different recovery. His session. It's a completely different session when you do study in between. Yeah. So you do that, which again is again a bit too hard. And then you go out Saturday morning over the hills with Jake and run again at far too much intensity. So you've done like off the back of an injury, you've done three days back to back where you've run pretty hard. Does that not just feel a bit? I know you and Matt have had a conversation. We're not going to go into that, but. Yeah, but we haven't. But like, why do you, why do you want to like deviate from the plan? Just what in your head like wants you to? Why do you do it? I want to deviate from the plan. You don't want to. Well, that's not my thought. I run as I feel. Yeah, but that's not what the plan is, is it? The plan isn't just Josh. Here's your day. Run how you feel. The plan is designed to, to sort of allow for recovery and allow for improvement and all these things. So you do have to, if you've, got, if you've got a plan, you do have to sort of follow it kind of loosely. Yeah, I do. Loosely. <laughs> but, but what is it in your head that makes you want to run harder all the time? Well, it's the same thing I said last week. I don't enjoy jogging. <laughs> Simple as that. Okay, so you've done those days. How did you, how did you come, like, how are you feeling today off the back of those days? Fine. So you've got no issues with the only, uh, the only soreness I have is from the doing the weights. I have a bit of DOMS and that's it. But I jogged yesterday and I felt terrible. Right. So you... Do you do you think you felt terrible because of the pace or because of all the intensity? I'm lethargic. But is that not just tiredness? No. I would say tiredness is more like being sore. I, I know the difference between tiredness when you're doing like 120 miles a week or you The issue is sessions. You're you're gonna feel lethargic running slower because you're not you're not running optimally. Yeah, exactly. Exactly it. And it's like what my old um, or my physio said. My heart rate actually sometimes is no different running seven thirties to six thirties because I'm just. It will be. No, 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 that's what Adam said. And like, there's a few times. Do you not remember when I ran? When I ran for like a consistent time at like seven thirties, my heart rate was like one thirty. And then when when I did a block of like running sort of more around six thirties, it was the same. I think it's all relevant, isn't it? I think with um, 
the next day after a session, you could you, your heart rate could be lower or it could be the same as you running faster or slower. It, it all depends on the day before. It's all I always find it's the the second day after the session, not the first day after the session, that you'll see a big difference in the recovery in your heart rate as, as well. The thing I said to Matt when we spoke about this is if you look at actually when I've run my fastest times, I was doing this pretty much every day and three sessions a week. But you didn't run the times that I would say you're capable of. But I still run faster than I'm running now. Yeah, but, now. but you've got to go through a period of, of following it for a whole block and, and then seeing the result at the end of it. We spoke about this last week and you said yourself, you need to follow something for a block of three, four months to see the outcome. Um, no, I'm talking about when I ran my PBs in 2019. Yeah, but let's take your... I know this is what you talk about, but let's take your, your 5K PB. Yeah. Like, even when you were doing this training, you never ran that fast over 5K. Yeah, but I haven't I would, run since. Sorry? But I haven't run faster since. Yeah, but I would argue that was probably because you were doing so much intensity that you couldn't then, like, produce on a, on a sole 5K effort. But um, anyway, my question is, next couple of weeks... Are you going to stick to the plan or? What's... Yeah, well, I'm trying. I ran slow this morning. Here we go. He's in. He's back. <laughs> uh, I've got another question. We'll, we'll move off this to a lighter topic. Um, your, your shoe choice for your session. Obviously, you had the multicolored vapor flies. Have we, are we now warming up in multicolored shoes too? No, that's a pair. What? There's one white, one black? Yeah. As a Peg- pair? Pegasus. Yeah. They, they sell them like this. They were when they first came out. They did, yeah. Are you sure? Oh yeah, hundred percent. They were like um like a limited like I don't know, not limited edition, but limited to Josh Lum. <laughs> no, they came out like <laughs> honestly. And okay. I, have one, I have one question as well: is what's with everyone wearing arm sleeves when it's like fifteen degrees outside? I was really glad I wore them because it got quite chilly near the end. What What's your thoughts on the full tracksuit warm up, Matt? I mean, Josh knows me. When we used to warm up for sessions, I was pretty much in what I was going to do a session in. Breeze, and he'd be in a vest. So Josh was wearing his full winter tracksuit round round the park, running with Jake Smith was in his full Idios tracksuit, warming up. And there's a picture where there's a couple of there's a bloke and his wife out for a nice evening stroll in vested t-shirt, and Josh and Josh and Jake come flying past in full tracksuit. The worst time to do a session as well at Butte Park on a Friday evening. Anyway, anyway Josh, I'm not trying to abuse you. Um, I just, I, I, I'm happy to have a conversation. I'm just intrigued with the mindset. That's all. I just try. I just can't grasp it. I'll just, I'll just leave it with. When I like when I was in my old training group, we used to run. We started and we cut down from this. We used to temp on a Monday, session on a Tuesday, temp on a Thursday, and session on a Saturday. So actually, from what I've gone from, this is a lot easier. And who ran a good marathon off that? Well, nobody, because they were 15, 16. Yeah. But... <laughs> everyone, everyone's fucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, that's, and that's why we went down to three days of running. Like, they're not, like, flat out, but they're steady run, or, like, decent steady runs. Yeah, but what did you run a marathon off then? Yeah, but I didn't run a marathon. You did. You, you did in Frankfurt with me. I know you forget about this race that you dropped out of. Well, no, because that was bef- that was after that. 
you were still training with the with that group. Yeah, in a different. It was like a completely different thing, though. That was not what I'm talking about. When I run but, my half and my my ten k, you they're not. So so who's convinced you that you need to run faster throughout the week? Is where I'm getting at. No one's convinced me. I'm convinced. My, well, I just looked back at what I've done, and that is what I did when I ran my best. So your your data set is yourself and you're going off a, a benchmark of the odd race that you did that what you think. Okay, but good. say, for example, Matt jogs all the time. That works for him. It doesn't mean yeah. it works for me. I'm not so saying yeah, it. The, the, probably the most appropriate person to look at is me. Okay. Fair. Well, it's just interesting to hear, get your thoughts on it. I'm just intrigued. Anyway, Matt, we'll go into your training week. Let's do it. Me? All right. So Monday. Um, let me get it. What day was Monday? Um, 20... Seven days ago from today. 21st. Yeah. 21st. You're still in. So Portugal, I was still in Portugal, actually. Yeah. So um, eight miles, 7.55 pace up on the top. Um, it was, I think we had, we had every, because I ran with Gina, I think we had every um, weather condition going. Started sunny, then it pissed it down. Then it was windy. Then it basically did a repeat on that about four times. Um, so that was Monday. Nothing else uh, on Monday because we, we flew back. Um, then Tuesday, nine miles. I was planning on doing the session I did on Friday, on Tuesday, but... Um, just of traveling back and stuff, my kids are a little sore, a bit stiff. So I decided to basically just do a little pickup. So um, it was nine miles in total. I averaged 621 and then just picked up miles seven to nine. So got to about 535 and then progressed a little bit to 534, then to 529. So just to test the Achilles, see how it feels, um, see how the body is as well, a bit quicker pace. Picked up a crown as well, which is nice. Um, how did it feel? You feeling still unfit? Um, yeah, I'm pretty out of shape, to be fair, but the Achilles is okay, so that's the main thing, isn't it? Exactly. I think the thing is, there's no rush. You just, you, you know, you can, you can build fitness very quickly when you get the consistency in the legs again. So uh, that was Tuesday, which was decent. Actually, weather has been beautiful. So it's really helped actually this um, the last few days. Um, uh, Wednesday, eight miles, 7.37 pace. Again, just dead easy. Trying to keep everything really easy and sort of chilled in the week. Uh, Wednesday was my last um, my last day at my old job, so that was a bit of a, a busy day with driving to the office and then coming back on the train. So that was a long day. Um, and then on the Thursday, ran a little bit later on in the day. That was eight miles, so eight miles at six forty nine pace. Um, I feel like a bit of a hero to be honest um, when I get onto sub sevens for a run these days especially on the elephant loop yeah that's a classic i did some strides as well actually um 
it's just nice to get back on the old loops actually um that was just over eight and a half miles 649 pace the heart rate still it's still too high um on them runs sub sevens but it'll it'll come down as the weeks progress yeah so how do you i mean obviously we just spoke to josh about this but same question to you like if you if you so you're trying to run easy ish, do you worry if it goes too high? Do you actively slow down, or would you just roll with it and and just know over the next few weeks it will naturally come down? Um. So let's say if I'm doing an easy run and my heart rate's creeping up to one thirty, I just slow down. You just slow down. Um. Because again, it's. You're not getting fit from the then the recovery runs. You're getting fit from the body of work, aren't you? So that is your sessions. Your sessions are going to bring the, your heart rate down on the recovery runs if you're recovering. Um, and I know that'll come down. I think I think when I'm at my fitties, I'm probably running about seven seven thirty pace, and my heart rate's maybe one twelve, one fifteen, which is I know extremely low. But um, do you notice when it without looking? Like, because I if I'm running along, I'll think oh, I'm working too hard here. Look at my watch, and it'll be high. Do you notice if you're working too hard? Yeah, I mean, I could probably, I could not even wear a heart rate strap, and I know what what my heart rate is there or thereabouts. Yeah, um, I, mean, I just swear to Jake about this. I can genuinely do a run and if I don't look at my watch I could get a high rate reading 30 feet different and I wouldn't know any different and he's that's just, what he's it's just inter- it's interesting um I can feel it I, I feel if I feel tired but my I've had runs before where I felt I was like wow I feel so tired and my heart rate heart rate has been really really low and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing I can't work it out because yeah. on one side if it's not like for me if I'm doing a recovery run and I'm working at 170, I just physically couldn't do it. I wouldn't be able to get up to 170. Um, whereas for you, if you're not feeling it, you might still be getting some benefit. I don't know. I, I have no idea. My legs feel like the limiting factor, not my heart rate or my heart. Because, yeah. like, you know, Friday, that, that session I did, my average heart rate was 175. Yeah. I think 192. I suppose my other thing is, like, is that a negative for your longer races if you can't have that perception because for me if i'm doing a marathon i just intrinsically know how hard i'm working and can stay in that sort of zone whereas if you can't perceive that is that a negative for your marathon you might go too hard and then bang it hits you i don't know i can feel it in my legs though that's what i mean so like a london last year i could feel it felt too quick but i yeah, I don't know. Not always with my heart rate. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Matt. I think at the end of the day, right, I'm just going to get back to this. It's, it's a simple recipe, isn't it? So you want to stress your body, you want to recover, recover from the stress, and you want to stress the body again. It's very simple. I don't get why runners complicate all this shit week on week. And I, I'm, I'm not saying that I've got my, my crap down because I, I definitely haven't. But... I don't, I don't get why everyone's doing all this complex stuff every week. It's like run hard, whether it's a Tuesday, Friday, or it's Wednesday, Sunday, or whether it's a Tuesday, Saturday, 
run hard, recover, run hard, recover. Do that for 12 weeks and guarantee you'll get fit. It's as simple as that. And yeah. I, I honestly think, I, I look on Strava a lot and I see other runners, which to be honest, I think some people just need to come off it um, and just focus on what they're doing themselves. And that's not, I'm not saying that to you, Josh. I'm just saying generally. I and do, also, I don't... Strava, I'd probably end up running harder than I do <laughs> Not well, I don't. I just. I don't. I don't get why we're trying to squeeze squeeze too much in the week. Why are we progressing on a Monday? Why are we going steady on a Sunday? Why are we sessioning Tuesday? Why are we doing steady Thursday and then another session Friday and then we're having? There's no time for recovery in there. I. So no I, wonder we're all getting I agree, injured. I agree. What What puzzles me slightly on the flip side is how do you know how quickly you recover? So for Josh, he's able. Seemingly, as you just said, I mean, we'll see in a few weeks' time, but his feedback this week is he's done a pretty intense week where he's not, in my mind and your mind, as a coach, looking at it, not really recovered properly. But his feedback is he feels good. So how do we know how an athlete is fully recovering? That's my question. I think that's the thing, isn't it? I think you've just got to get in the lab. You've got to do blood lactate levels to see so you see with the Josh's blood lactate levels could be really low for a heart rate of let's say 150 for a recovery run. Mm. Uh, whereas mine, I know my lactate levels are also quite low. And, but then I'm doing the opposite to what Josh is doing. Um, so it's a case of just getting the lab and testing to see them levels. And I think everyone, if they can, if you've got the resources is to do that. So you've got your levels of where you need to be. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, Matt. You continue with your week. Um, Good conversation, though. No, you're fine. Yeah, well, you know, we're second week of professional hours. <laughs> um, so that brings us to Friday. So Friday's pretty much my first session um, for the last, well, it's been about eight, eight, ten weeks of no sessions uh, due to the Achilles. So um, I actually had the same session as Josh. I was going to do five sets. But um, the Achilles was getting a little sore. So I did four times 90, 60, 30. So I had 60 seconds um, in between the, the 90 and the 60. And sorry, Josh, I actually had 45 seconds on mine. Um, but you're, you're younger than me and you're younger than me. So. He recovers faster. Um, and, and then I had 90 seconds rest in between the sets. So I just did it out on the road on Pant Lane. I tell you what, it was good to get the lungs and lungs and heart pumping a little bit. Um, and pace wise, decent, you know. I mean, um, I was I was rocking some all right paces considering I've not done much. Um, I think I averaged about oh, let's have a look. I was running about four forty. I actually got down to about four thirty two on the on the ninety. He's got some. Um, sub- yeah, sub four thirty on the on the sixties, and then I managed to get under under four for the thirty seconds. So overall, and I think that's why I, I left it at four because I was pretty happy with what I did. Um, so one of his and one, one I of didn't his do one of his recovery in between either. One of your thirty seconds here, um, you've gone over two hundred meters. You've you've done a a twenty eight twenty nine two hundred meters on the road wheels. Because he's recovering. Yeah, I still got it, mate. Ask his Achilles that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still running, bud. 
So, um, so then two mile cool down, and then on Saturday, Saturday, um, I, had to, I had to get up early actually because uh, went play pigeon shooting actually on the Saturday, uh, which was good fun. Managed to hit nineteen out of twenty five. It's pretty decent, isn't it? Is that good? Um, I'd say that's pretty good. Nineteen clays out of twenty five. Uh, I I would uh, say over twenty would be good. So uh, I'm a I'm a seasoned pro now. Uh, so I did six miles, seven fifty three pace. Heart rate was one seventeen. So we're getting fit. Um, so that's all I did on the on the Saturday. I actually went to the gym. I think actually after um, trying to get back into the gym at least two times a week. I actually got my other cross trainer collected on Thursday, so I'm now without a cross trainer in my gym. And I've, do you know what I've decided? I'm going to buy another one because that'd be that mean I've had four ellipticals and they've all broken. Um, and that brings us to yesterday. Yesterday was 12 miles, and Josh will like this one, 6:24 pace. Jeez. Um, so I I actually found this relatively well it wasn't hard but I could tell like this was a run that my body is not used to um and the kids are a little bit sore after this one so sort of started off at around sevens and then just progressed a little bit <clears throat> um so yeah overall pretty decent week so uh, I think I hit 61, just a, yeah, 61 miles to the week He's literally he saw what Josh did and thought, I'm gonna beat him by a mile. Would you do you know what would make you make you that run feel more uh, comfortable? Doing it every day. Go on. Um, I'd be broken in a week. So my my question is you did that Saturday run seven fifty three pace. How do you do it? Like I was thinking this on one of my runs this week and I've been trying to run easy. I, when I run easy, I can get to about 7.20, 7.30. Like, I just can't really go much slower. Do, like, is, does that, like, come naturally to you to be able to just jog that slow? Yeah, I think, I think the slowest I can run um, is about 8.30, um, to be honest. And I, do you know what? It's... I do a shakeout um, before a race and I'll do like two mile. And I, I, I always know, like, I'll be running along for that first half mile. I'll look down, it's like 7.30 pace. I'm like, right, I need to slow this down. So I'll end up backing it off to eight minute mile. But that's, as I'm really forcing it to go that slow often. So yeah, I just find it interesting how you can go that slow. I mean, at the, at the, end, at the end of the day, right? So I, I go that slow. But look at my Friday session. No, I get, I like it. I get it. So th- there's, yeah. there's, there's no, there's. I don't personally think there's any correlation, and I'm sure there's loads of listeners who will obviously say otherwise. As far as um, you need to run qu- uh, slightly quicker on them easier days, so you don't lose your speed. I understand that. But do you know what it is? It's a confidence thing. Yes. And we're so ingrained, so programmed as runners to be, ah, oh, we need 100 miles a week to be good. 
We need two hard sessions or three hard sessions a week. We need long runs to be good. We need to keep doing that. It's so ingrained to think that this cookie cutter approach is the right approach for everyone. And it's not. And we're seeing that now. We're seeing people doing less volume um, and doing different ways of training because there's no just one one size fits all. Yeah, interesting. Cool. Right. So two boys fit over 60 miles. My week, not so good. Um, so as I said last week, I started it with COVID. Um, so... When did I, what we just said last week was 21st. Oh, we're in the main thing here. So yes. I went out, I went out last Monday and tried an hour and stupidly I went up some big hills. So I was no, and as I just said, I ran 703s, Matt, even with some big hills in. So I think my heart rate was was a little high. I'm surprised you can't run that so given your technique as well and your style of running. Yeah, mm. I, I, well, I can with other people. That's the, the, the issue. I think it's more, as you said, it's more, I think it's like a, yeah, a confidence perception thing that I kind of have in my head, I need to run seven minute miling, even though I know I don't. Um, and also, like, if I'm out running, if I was doing eight minute miling and I got passed by a few runners, I don't think I'd like it. And it's just, yeah, it's odd, isn't it? But anyway, I mean, my heart rate was, I'm talking 138, 140. So I was pretty happy that it was, it was okay-ish for the pace, but the hills were a bit of a struggle. Um, I think I might've even walked one of the hills, you know, and what I noticed after, well, after about 40 minutes on this run, I, I sort of got that, you know, if you race a 3K and you finish and you're like lungs burn and you have that breathlessness. Yeah, that's horrible. That's what I get in these runs. And it's a lack, in my mind, it's a lack of oxygen. It must be that the oxygen levels must be low and therefore um, just not, I'm obviously just creating, yeah, a lactic. Even though my heart rate's not going too high, I'm not getting the oxygen to... Have you did you test yourself before you started running? What, COVID-wise? Yeah. So that no pregnancy-wise. <laughs> no, I was just wondering if you meant with the oxygen meter or for COVID. So... COVID. Um, I'm COVID-free. But did you test yourself at the start of the week before you trained again? Um, I can't remember if I did. I, I should have been. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I did because I, I couldn't go into... I don't think I still had, I think I'm still testing positive at this point, which I'm going to say, I tell all my athletes to not run until they test negative. And I tell them not to worry about getting back into things, but it's so hard. Someone needs to take their own advice. I know. And I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday and it's, it's bizarre how I can't like it tell people, tell everybody this, but can't do it myself. Anyway, so Monday, not great. I had Tuesday off because um, I just thought I'm pushing it too hard. But then in my head, got to Wednesday, I was like, I need to push it again. So I did another hour, 704s, um, on a similar loop. <laughs> so again, quite hilly. And it 
was as bad, if not worse. I think my heart rate was higher. So that's good for the confidence. Um, so got to Thursday and I'd been busy. I, also, I think the problem with last week, as you said, Matt, was the weather was so good. And I just really missed getting out. And for me, getting outside on the trails or just going off road across countryside is more the incentive than the running. I just wanted to be out. Um, it's a good break from the desk. Hopefully better this week with the clocks as well. Well, the weather's worse now, isn't it? Now I can maybe start running. The weather's looking terrible. But anyway, Thursday, I felt dreadful. So I did 15 minutes. If you look at my Strava, I ran a mile down the road, turned around and went back. Um, I just I just had no energy. I think that was maybe also a combination of hay fever. I'm getting it all. Oh, uh, that's hay fever. Is, it, that needs to do one. Is your nose like proper blocked up all the time? Because my yeah. nose. Yeah. So today it's been dreadful. I've like get oh. over one thing. I feel like honestly, I was thinking about this on Sunday. We're week 46 of this show. I've not been running well for 46 weeks. And I feel like every month I turn around and say, I've got some sort of illness. I never used to be ill before this podcast. It's a curse. Anyway, um, so Friday, that was a easy... I did, I did 10K, so 45 minutes easy, 705s, ran around the fields, had a few comments from people about COVID um, and heart rate. My heart rate wasn't too bad, but so that Friday was a bit better. So Saturday, it's Mother's Day weekend. So Saturday morning, went to the garden centre. Jenny got some stuff for planting outside. So I said I'd go for a run when I got back. I texted Ruth and said, oh, are you running? And she said, yeah, about to go out for her session. I thought I'll join her for an hour. I ended up making many wrong turns on this run. And we did two hours 15. So I did 18.8 miles. And nearly half your weekly miles, isn't it? It was. Back end of the week. Honestly, by 10 miles, I was done. But neither of <laughs> us had a phone. I didn't know, I don't even know Jenny's number anyway. Ruth's husband was in Sleaford, so miles away. So even if we got to a phone, um, we were screwed. So we had to run back. And I've never, even in a marathon, I've never felt so bad. I was just drained. I spent the rest of Saturday sat on the sofa feeling sorry for myself. I just couldn't physically do anything. Um, so, so there, that was a good run. So we just look at my heart rate. I think it got quite high. Um, and I labelled it with feeling like death. So, so yeah, it start. I mean, we weren't running overly quick, but but yeah, I mean, heart rate in the mid one fifties. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It doesn't get too high, like really towards threshold. But yeah, my legs have shot. So I didn't bother running Sunday because I needed the recovery. Um, so that was my week. Josh, do you know what that was? Less than me and Matt. I don't know. 44 miles. 44. Oh, I do. You're actually, yeah, 44. Ah, not too far behind you. Not bad. Could have run Sunday. Anyway, um, back on it this week, apart from the hay fever. So we'll see what happens. But, but yeah, COVID is not good. That's my summary. Um, and 
yeah, respect it. I got carried away with trying to prove Josh wrong and it it didn't do me any good. So yeah, also don't listen to Josh London's advice on COVID is my summary. Right. Um, have you got anything from Down Weston quickly? Yeah, of course. All right, here we go. I'm going to try and do this without um, screwing up on any of the words, even though there's one in here which I may, I may screw up on. Uh, it's getting hard to think. Oh, ignore that bit. That's just him messaging me. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll cut that bit out. Uh, this time of the year, this time of the year, the roadrunner is naturally the natural enemy awakens after hibernating. The rubus fructose, sorry for the long word, Matt. I shouldn't have said that either. Commonly known as the bramble. We all have our favourite roots and know where the bushes lurk. Growing up, growing up to three inches a day, if they get unchecked, they could trip you up or scratch your favourite top. Weston's wise words is to once a week on a recovery run, take time to sort these out, sort these out whilst you're on a run. So there you go. So stay away from the brambles. I quite have this I told wise words. Have I told the story about um when I went into Morrison's with sort of um black currants all around my mouth? Yeah, well, I, I've definitely heard this story. I don't know if you said it on the podcast or not. Yeah, so Josh Josh just ran sixty-four wait, where is it? Sixty-four twenty-five? Yeah. At Great North Run. Got me got me fired up. So I was like, right, I'm going to smash this long run now and ran home from mother-in-law's. And it was quite warm that day. And I think I ended up doing like 22, 23 miles at 540-something pace, um, just rolling. Anyway, I was getting picked up from Morrison's and just a mile before Morrison's, there was a nice little bush. So I had a little gorge on that bush. And <laughs> I said... But you did. Strolled into Morrison's, waiting for Jenny to pick me up to get a drink. And got loads of weird looks. Went to the toilet and I just had like black or blue, whatever colour it is, all around my mouth from the berries. Yes. And my hair was like, people must have thought I was like this homeless guy. Just and You know, you've got those white bits around your mouth as well from running. I was say, have you ever, you know, I've had air races before where, you, you know, when you get like crusty salt yeah. on the face and it's, you don't realise it's there and you talk to people. Yeah. Like, what on earth are you doing? So that's that. Right. Um, I'm, I was going to talk about, just quickly, the taper, because next week is Manchester Marathon and everybody's in taper mode. Any top tips for, for taper for the listeners? Josh, go for you. My uh, top quite, tips for Josh. It's quite fitting, bearing in mind the conversation we had at the start. Mine would be probably not running too slow. Because I find if I, in the taper, I, I feel very lethargic. So a bit of steady running. How steady are we talking? Not silly, probably. I mean, I'd probably start no, no different to what I normally would, but I'd probably just get down. Say, for example, you average, I don't know. For me, for example, I would probably start at like seven minute miling, maybe get down to six minute miling. So like a minute a mile average slower in the race pace. Yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, and I'm not like steady, don't force it. Um, but just... Yeah, just so you don't feel like really lethargic because you're not going to be doing much and your body's going to be used to doing a lot. Yeah, I would um, say that and I suggest doing a session like three, even, even three days before the marathon's fine. Just do 
one mile at marathon pace and then just do like some sort of longer strides would be ideal just to get a little bit of pep in the legs. So I'll give you an So here's my standard taper. So one week out Sunday, I'd probably do probably about 80 minutes, 12 miles, 11, 12 miles easy. Um, and for me, that would be yeah. easy, easy-ish. Um, so probably about a minute to a minute and a half slower than marathon pace. Then Monday, just an, an easy run. Tuesday, I'd do a session of something like six by 800, just turning over the legs. So 10K-ish pace to, to threshold. Wednesday, easy run. Thursday, I'd do a two-mile at marathon pace within an easy run. And then Friday, probably 35 minutes Saturday, 25 minutes with some strides and race day. So, um, yeah, a bit of quality on Tuesday, a bit of, I mean, that marathon pace on the Thursday is nothing more than confidence for me, just keeping the legs turning over. But a bit like Josh, I do my easy runs. I wouldn't, whereas on like an easy 35 minutes on a normal week, I might run 7, 7.15. I might probably run 6.30, 6.40, just to keep the legs fresh poppy whatever i think you just do whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good just do whatever you do what you've normally what you've done for the last 10 to 12 weeks or however long your block is don't change anything yeah. as far as your easy runs for that week i say other than the, the amount you do yeah but well would... yeah of course you're going to reduce your volume but i'm saying just on the easy the pace on your easy runs yeah I would keep some leg turnover in there with if that strides or if it's a little session I think it's important just to keep a something in there of quality I see a lot of people who who think the taper is just I'm not going to run all week before the marathon but I think that's probably the worst thing you can do is turn up on race day having not been used to running five six days a week and then turn up to race day having done one week one run in that week so yeah there we go taper talk done um if we go to some results quickly, Josh, um, were you at Cardiff Half? On um, so I, I actually was on the bus going past the start at the start. So, um, but I know I saw the uh, the results. <clears throat> so, um, Kadir Omar was the winner in sixty two high, uh, sixty two forty six exact times, sixty two forty six. Yeah, and then uh, Mohammed Mohammed was second, and then his brother Zach was third. Yeah, so 62.52 and 64.05. Um, I was a bit surprised by that, to be honest. I thought they'd be a lot quicker based on the start list. Matt's done the course. It's fairly fast. Yes, yeah. it was a, a bit breezy, but the conditions were pretty good on Sunday morning, weren't they, Josh? It was a bit breezy, to be honest. I've spoken to quite a few people and said it was like a bit windy, but I didn't feel it when I was, but I wasn't running, so... Um, I mean the barrage is always windy yeah exactly yeah I mean even if it was windy there it's going to be you're going to get it on your back in other places so yeah so uh, female wise Natasha Cockrum took the win in 70-47 which was another big PB you know her, her running that sort of time again suggests it's not a slow slow course so um, who was was it Bromwyn? Bromwyn yeah, was second in 74.04. And L20 uh, Man uh, was third in 
so yeah, some um, some decent results there. Um, there wasn't overly loads on this weekend. The other sort of big race was the road relays. Um, I think the Scottish National Road Relays were on Central, one per usual. Um, and then I know Northerns, Southerns and Midlands were on. Who do you run for now? Cardiff. You're not allowed in the relays. We we can't we can't even put a team together, mate. It's an embarrassment. Are you? I thought you're not allowed to. Or... No, we can do the twelve stage, but we can't do the six stage for some stupid reason. You can't get a team together. So Midlands wise, not say C took the win. They've done that many a year. Um, Omar Ahmed was popping out a long leg there. He was quickest, um, and. I'm surprised he wasn't in Cardiff, Omar Ahmed. He likes a, he likes a, a big, big race, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Because Hob- that's his cousin, isn't it? Is it? Kadar. Yeah, I think so. And then Coventry took the women's title, fastest long leg, Katie Holt, who's been, had a decent, decent year so far. Gemma Steele got the fastest short leg, so she's back. Um, Northerns were on Sunday. I know Leeds took the win in the men's dominant. I mean, they had Phil Sessman running and Osama Mezalek, so plenty of, plenty of guns in their ranks. Um, Phil took the fastest long leg. Nigel Martin is doing Manchester next week, took the quickest short leg. Uh, Ladies-wise, I've forgotten who took it. Was it um, Vale Royal took the win? I think it was. Um, Abby Howarth led them. Just, I think Jess Judd got the fastest long leg and Lauren Hayes the fastest short leg. I think the Southerns, I haven't seen the full results. Uh, I can tell you the teams. Highgate mm. and Cambridge Harriers for the women. Yeah, so the men's was Tunbridge and then Highgate and then Bedford. I thought Highgate. To, to no, win. Tunbridge won. And then Cambridge Harriers won the women's I'm not too sure on the second and third. There you go. Um, who are Cambridge Harriers? Uh, they're based in London. Why are they called Cambridge Harriers and based in London? Uh, I assume it's a place called Cambridge. Uh, Belgrave came second and Oldershot were third in the women's. There you go. Um, they, they, Cambridge actually won by nearly four minutes. Interesting. I don't even know. There was a guy who used to run for them years ago. Uh, Dean Lacey Dean Lacey yeah that's all I remember um, I remember him right I know I know you've got to shoot fairly soon Josh but any predictions for Manchester this weekend before you go uh, my money would be on Johnny Meller for the win any sort of time I would think he would get under the Commonwealth time um go 2.13 low because I think I don't think they'll go out too quick I think they'll go just inside the time and race it and then I think he'll pull away uh, in the women's hmm, I actually don't know because I've not seen an updated start list for a while have you? you got a dog? Um, I have I've got one right in front of me um, which I'm back on bizarrely um, I know Becky Briggs is running. I think she was the. She's the century. She was, but I mean, this is great radio. But I 
now I can't see where she's gone. Oh, I'm in the wrong section. Sonia Samuels is listed. So the fastest goes Sonia Samuels, Rosie Edwards, Naomi Mitchell, Philly Bowden, then Becky Briggs. Philly's not running. I know that. I would say mm, Naomi could win. I'm going Naomi. Okay. There you go. Matt, any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it'd be, um, yeah, I think I agree with you both on the on the women's side. Um, I'd say it'd be great for Johnny to, to win uh, Manchester. I think I think he just wants to sort of get a get a win of a marathon under his belt, doesn't he? So it'd be great to see him win that. Um, Time-wise, yeah, I think to be honest, I think he just wants to, like you say, just get the W, but I think he could pretty much... Get on, definitely get under the commie standard, and maybe I don't know. It could maybe even go in the two twelves. Uh, depends on conditions, doesn't it, and how good it is. I mean, he could even go quicker, but it all depends on how it is on the day and if there's people around him. Yeah, it's the conditions are looking looking decent. I'll just read out a couple of um, top entries. Uh, so Johnny's Johnny's quickest on paper. Kev Seward comes next. I'm not sure if Kev's doing it. Um, <laughs> Scott Overall, Derek Hawkins. I don't think Derek's doing it. I'd be surprised if he was after he didn't run brilliantly this weekend at Cardiff. Um, then Matt Clowes, he's not running. Uh, Nick Earl's not running. Nick Torrey, Frank Baddock, Norman Shreve. And then I think Frank will have a good uh, a good a good run. I think he's yeah. he's definitely a potential to be up in the top three. I would say Frank. If Kev's running, he'll be up there. Nigel Martin's in some form. Not sure he'll go with Johnny, but he's got he's in form. And then as I scroll down to sort of people of half PBs who could be a danger, I would go Ross Millington, Andy Hayes, Paralos Sorafel is, is an interesting one. Paralos could go very well. I think all of them uh, guys you just named are going to be in that top group um, sitting behind... Um, if they do, I mean, I assume they're having a pacemaker. So they've got, they've got a group um, of three pacemakers. It says under two fourteen, and that is the New Balance group pacing it. So Ben Connor, um, I forgot the other guy's name, but Ben Connor and uh, the ten K um, guy, Adam, Adam Craig, Adam Craig. I think maybe one other. Um, the man with two first names. So have I. Um, it's true, actually, yeah. I feel like Adam and Craig are two very strong names. But saying that, I guess Scott is too. Yeah. So, so yeah, it could be, could be a quick day. I think there's a there is a live stream. So if we if I can find the link, I will. Are you going it. up? Um, no, because I pulled out. Well, I have. I seem to have pulled out, and then my name's been put back on the list. Um, a bit like you. Um. There's no accommodation, is there? So I wouldn't want to take it anyway as I'm not racing. It's just a bit of a struggle. It's about three hours for me to Manchester, so it's a bit difficult to to get to. And, yeah, I'll see what I can do. But anyway, women's side, you've got, um, yeah, another interesting race. I know Josh just said Naomi for him. I would say if Sonia's in any sort of shape like she used to be, um, she would be the danger in that field. She's got a PB of 228. Then you've got Rosie Edwards. And she's got a lot of experience, hasn't she? Yeah, Rosie, 231. Naomi's 233. 
it could be could be close in, and then then you've got some some debuts. Um, Cali Fakare, who's got half PB of seventy two sixteen. Lucy Reed. Um, Cali Fakare just mentioned her. I keep hearing her name on the on the Aussies podcast. Is it the same? I know she goes out to Australia, but she if it is, she I raced, have no idea. She raced several, yeah, she's been racing in Australia, 15, 26, um, over 5K. So Calories, Cali is the daughter of Fakhre, who used to run for Barnsley, used to have the half marathon, one of the quickest half marathons British. She's run like a, a low 60 half, her dad. Um, right. Anyway. She's in Australia, so whether she'll come come over. But if she does, she'll be a danger with a, a recent 1526 to her name. It's pretty, pretty rapid. So yeah, some good racing. And there's there is a good, there's some other debuts further down the field. Linton Taylor. Do you know Linton? He's got a PB of 29.37 over 10k. It's from this way. He's um finished third at National Cross. So, was that the lad that um, did a 30k tempo around the track at marathon pace? No, that's our guy, Will Bryan, who's on our, our Patreon podcast. Ah, right. Fair play to him. Like, Linton, how, many, how many laps is that? That's what? Uh, 25 times well, 25 is, yeah. 75. 75 laps. That is, that is madness. Fair play to him. But yeah, should be a good race. Um, that's the... That'll give us to be very good. It's exciting to have so many Brits in a in a you know in a good field in Britain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, as I said, to, so we've got the Patreon show. We've got Will Bryan and um, Kieran Walker. They're both both racing. Who are hoping for, I think, around two sixteen seventeen. Um, but there should be if there's a good pace group at that. You might have what 15 20 guys who are who will all go with it it's just hopefully if you don't go too hard because that's been the, the danger at manchester i think last year they went off at 212 pace didn't they i'm sure they were inside 31 minutes through 10k the two boys who who were at the front um so yeah should be a good race um any other results from last weekend, you know of Matt? Oh, it was a fairly quiet one, wasn't it? Obviously, the, the relays uh, were on, but yeah, there wasn't that much going on. I know um, overseas, um, it was uh, Istanbul half. Oh yes, yeah, world. Um, saw that um, there was a Iberi. there was a dog dog running with a group of athletes. Let me just <laughs> let me just clarify when you said dog and I said Helen Iberi. I was talking about something else. I was talking about the lady. Two different one. things, yeah. So what happened? Yes, a of dog... course. Yeah, I saw a video. Uh, I think it was in Istanbul. Um, there was a, a pack of uh, on one side of the road and on the other side, just like, just stray dog, just chilling, just running to the, running at the side of them. So that was quite interesting. So uh, there's some fit dogs out there. There is. But anyway, Helen O'Beary took the win in 64-48 and Rogers Quemoy one in 59.15 so it's a definitely a, a quick course isn't it um i i also saw when you said that on 
on Let's Run. Have you, you, do you know this CJ Albertson who he'd led at Boston, was it last year? And he still hung on for like a PB of like 2.11, did he run in the end? He ran, yeah. he ran 2.10.28 in training. So maybe don't tell Josh that because you know what he'll want to do next. Yeah, hasn't he got like, didn't he do like um, 209 on treadmill as well um, before he did Boston or something? He, I follow him on Strava and he does some ridiculous things on, on the treadmill. He runs like like 32 miles at 510 pace on the treadmill. So I'm not sure his, his calibration's all there, but but yeah, he did. Um, what, what, what himself or in the treadmill? Yeah, both. <laughs> both. But yeah, on Sunday morning, he actually did 26.5 miles in, in 212 flat. He said, lead bike took me 400 meter detour. Um, so 210, 28, unofficial 26.2 split. And that looks like it's pretty much an out and back type run. So not really much. So what does he do yeah. from that? Well, Where do you go from there? It's 22 days to Boston. That's three weeks out. You're doing a marathon at PB pace. He's surely left it that's, out, hasn't he? That's, yeah, he's, he's done now. It'll be interesting. I'd be surprised. It. You can quote me on this. I'd be surprised if he runs quicker than out of Boston. Me too. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because obviously this, this is the run that gets the kudos and the comments on Strava, as you were saying earlier. He's got oh, clickbait. 48... 48 comments like amazing you know you're the best runner ever all this stuff um i'm not sure that's what he needs surely he just wants to get a good time out of boston and, and be happy with it but there you go fair play to the man solid on your own even if it's yeah gps is a bit inaccurate you still run 211 out there which is crazy um Right, what are you up to next week, Matt? Uh, well, I um, I brought nearly a one kg of Lindor uh, in Liverpool today, so I'll be working my way through through them this week. You heading over um, to Manchester? No, um, I don't think I'm going to bother. Um, it would be good to watch, but I mean, I'm only about an hour away from from the start, but. I just feel like it's going to be a bit of a pain to sort of um, get down there, park up and sort of, you know, have a wander around. So um, I'll probably just watch the stream, to be honest. Yeah, I think that's um, what, what I'll do. Um, although I've got quite a few, I think I've got five athletes running Manchester, so it'd be nice to get up there and give them some support. Um, while Josh is gone, are you? how are you going to, how are you going to approach next week with him? Is he going to follow your advice next week? Have you laid down? Well, I mean, he, he, send, he sends me sessions that Jake's doing in the week. I was like, well, that's great for Jake, but that's not what you're going to be doing. So um, we will see. What's, how are you uh, going to, as a coach, how, how are you going to approach it? How are you, because obviously, obviously what, at the end of the day, both of you want him to, to run well. It's just trying to convince him that, it's very hard when you speak to him to try and convince him that the kind of tried and tested scientific methodology is the way forward. So how are you going to do this? This is the thing, and like I said earlier, it's a case that 
so many so many runners and 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 look i'm not saying that i've got my shit down because i definitely i definitely don't but um there's so many runners out there that think that they need like running quicker every day week on week is the way forward to get better yeah. it's not the case at all to, to to improve as a runner you need to be consistent with training so being consistent with training means two sessions and recovery in the week you get you improve from the sessions not from the running uh, that helps with age and age of the recovery yes there's loads of things as far as capillary density and all that sort of science um, stuff behind it as far as the, the easy running but the main thing is to recover and recover from sessions and then adapt and the thing with josh is he's he's losing track of the simple um method of training and, and how you train because mm. is this and you know this athletes out there they're running and they're running the 31 minute 10k runners which is absolutely fantastic you know it's a great time but why is a 31 32 minute 10k runner running 630 on all their runs every week yeah there's obviously there's obviously some sort of um there's something there isn't it that that's a mess yeah so, i don't know he's a I don't challenge know. he's a challenge he's, but... he's a challenge work in progress isn't he yeah, I mean, my hope is it just, I think in his head, because he doesn't feel tired, well, even if he does feel tired, he convinces himself he's not tired. Um, it's just going to bite him again in a couple of weeks as we keep seeing, <laughs> we keep going through it on this podcast. He does his first session back on a Tuesday at 5.15 for a tempo. I said that was difficult. Then he did the, then on Friday, he went double and, and some and ran the same pace. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I know sometimes listeners might think we're being harsh and critical on him, but we at the end of the day, we we both want him to run well. And it's just yeah, interesting trying to convince him that maybe there's another way of doing things. So we'll keep doing it until he one day he might listen to us or you in particular. Um I'll be grey when that happens. <laughs> I'm already no grey, mate. Um, yeah, so myself, I just want to get some consistency back, get some running in. I'm feeling much better. Legs still a bit, yeah. I've still got some, obviously, some remnants of COVID and hay fever, but hopefully you can get some sort of session in towards the end of the week and, and yeah, build some consistency back in because that's what I've just been missing. Um, you need to put a race on the... Uh, I've race got one. on the board I've got one haven't I that's why I just started so it's still five weeks away so it's got plenty of time uh, got a 10k and then yeah hopefully build on that in the summer um, and then get back to some marathon racing in the autumn but I'm turning 35 in two weeks going to be a vet got oh big category what are we yeah two weeks is it two weeks today two weeks today changing category so nice might start doing the Masters race then. Are you excited for it? Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Get some titles. It's a competitive, it's, it's a competitive um, category, I tell you. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm going to enjoy some, some sleet and snow, which is coming our way on Thursday. Can't wait. Yeah, I've heard that. 
I'm getting back to running and then the weather's, I think it's just doing it to, to spite me. It's just going to annoy me because I missed the beautiful weather of last week. And Well, that's it, isn't it? We, we seem to have a week in April, or no, so March or April where it's lovely then. That, that's it then for the whole summer. So and, it's, not, but... and it's nice. Clocks have changed. Spring is here. It's going to stay light till eight o'clock. Might go out for another half an hour tonight. Probably shouldn't. I'm not. I'm going to go and eat some chocolate. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll wrap up here and we'll chat again next week. I've got um, got potentially an interview coming in the next couple of days. So by the time this goes out, I might tag an interview on the end. If not, I'll tag the chat between Will and Kieran that we had last week about their training weeks and their building to Manchester. And, um, yeah, speak next week when we've got plenty of results to go through from, from the Commonwealth trial. Perfect. Have a good one, boys. All right, mate. See you soon. Welcome to episode two of our Road to Manchester training talk series. And once again, joined by my two co-hosts this evening. First, let's go to the man from Southampton. Um, used to wear long tights under shorts by the looks of this picture. How's life, Will Brian? Not bad, not bad at all. What, where's that picture from? How old's that? Instagram, 219 weeks ago. So what's that, four years ago? Yeah, that was back in the early days. Back when you had the Kalenji kit deal, by the looks of it. Um, all right, let me welcome my, my other co-host, who's up in the, the north of England. I haven't got any dirt on you, Kieran. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I, need to, I need to dig a bit further. Um, how's... How's coaching? How's life in, in the North England? Really busy, mate. I'm doing well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just sitting here with a bag of peas on my Achilles in true American training. <laughs> uh, you're well and part, you're part of the Inside Jogging podcast group now. Now you've got a, an Achilles injury. Well, a niggle for now. Yeah. Right. Will, let's, uh, have you got Strava open? Yeah. Yeah, it's all open. Do you know what last Monday was? Uh, 14th. There you go. Better yeah. than clouds already. Kick right. Off. Yeah, so Monday, um, just an easy 30 in the morning, uh, 7.15 pace. Um, yeah, and then in the evening, uh, it was supposed to be a steady 50, but my body was not having that. So it was just another easy 50 minutes, um, 6.53 pace, just to get myself to the gym to do a bit of yoga to recover. Yeah, you've um, yeah. you've skipped over your your route choice. It's um, I mean, you've said it looks a bit like a part of the male anatomy, but <laughs> I don't know what yours looks like. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I get a lot of comments about my um, my route choices. Yeah, <laughs> same, same route morning and evening though, isn't it? I just I just love it around there. Um, is that the Rofe Lake, is it? Uh, yeah, it is. I think you're looking at this week, mate. Oh, have I gone the wrong week? Yeah, because oh. I'm like, yeah, I was, I was back in Southampton at this point. So. Oh, I've ruined it. Uh. I'll cut that bit out. I won't. <laughs> we won't. <laughs> We're not, not that professional, mate. Okay, so yeah, I've got it now. I'm here, in the room. Cool. So then Tuesday, uh, midweek long, um, just over an hour and a half at uh, 6.16 pace. 
so yeah, just over 15 miles. It's feeling all right. Uh, then Wednesday, we move on to the, uh, the male anatomy run. Um, so just, uh, just an easy 30 at 6.53. Um, Wednesday evening, I was supposed to be doing a session uh, just before we uh, recorded this, but my hamstrings hurt quite a lot. I think just from recovering off the weekend and did a couple of reps and I decided, nah, today is not the one. Um, you what know, when you just, what was it meant to be the session? I kind of remember it was supposed to start off with, I think it was four by four minutes, four by two minutes, and then maybe some 30 second reps. Um, I think I did the first two and I was kind of had this nagging feeling like, I probably shouldn't be pushing this. Start the third one and then just on autopilot, just stop my watch. <laughs> I think something was overriding me telling me, no, nah, you're going to injure yourself if you keep going. So I kind of just steadied it out just to, just to hit just over 10 miles. Yeah. Just try to keep up with Kieran's mileage. But then, uh, yeah, Thursday, um, another room in my big man bed, um, just an hour. Uh, 6.48 pace, it would be quicker, but whenever I'm in bed, it's a little bit slower because um, he doesn't quite get up as quickly as me. 6.09 in the morning. Yeah. Um, it's actually getting quite nice to run in the morning now. It's, it's a different ball game compared to how it was at the beginning of the year. Yeah, that's uh, true. You're looking at me like I'm a Muppet. But <laughs> no, I, I mean, I was up this morning at 5.45, but for different reasons. I wish I was outside running, put it that way. Is that, is that, um, is it Eliza? Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh, in the evening, uh, just an easy 30, uh, just to run, yeah, just to round off my training week at uh, seven minimum island. Saturday was my uh, big, big marathon session. So it was 60 minutes steady and then eight times, three minutes on, three minutes off, then 27 minutes steady to make it two hours 15. Um, made a bit of a mistake, forgot it was game day in Cardiff, so the rugby. So I was running around Butte Park and it was a bit rammed. <laughs> so some of my on paces were uh, dodging some drunk Welsh people. They but lost They lost to Italy, didn't they? They lost what, sorry, mate? They lost to Italy, Wales. In the rugby. Yeah, yeah, but this, this was before, so this was when they were still quite hope, hopeful that they were going to be. <laughs> Basham Italian people, but yeah. <laughs> think what happened. But yeah, I was actually really happy with that run. Um, averaged at five forty six pace, which is about two thirty one marathon pace. So I was quite happy that I saw through almost twenty four miles of that pace, and it felt just felt like a decent long run. Yeah, uh, I saw this run, and I thought he's just he's practicing his his marathon time two sixteen fifty one. I was, wish. That would get my PB by four, like six seconds. I thought he's just doing this for the show, just to wind me up. <laughs> but no, you did. You did an hour at what five fifty six, then went into the reps at sort of what five ten to fifteen pace, and then off. Yeah, so five ten fifteen pace off like five forty five ish float, um, and then back into sort of five fifty five fifty six pace. Yeah, very consistent yeah uh metronomic mate yeah uh, good and then sunday was uh just an easy 40 45 minutes just to round off the week 
on the treadmill? Yeah, I did on the treadmill. Um, I found that when my legs are knackered, probably do it on the treadmill is a bit easier. Um, just so I can pull up YouTube and watch some videos instead of thinking about how much I'm dying. What videos are you watching? I'm quite into my cooking videos. Um, so watching, yeah. <laughs> well, runner's got to eat, hasn't he? So yeah. <laughs> may as well make it decent quality. What sort of cooking videos are we talking? Is there, isn't there this like chef? Chef has a YouTube video, doesn't he? Is it called Chef? There's a, there's a few chef of YouTube videos, mate. No, <laughs> is it just called Chef? Oh, I can't remember. There's, I'm sure there's a, a film about him as well, isn't there? I don't know. I'll talk about it. Not, not right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Now, what's his name? There's a guy who's in like Avengers and things, and he has a, a cooking program. I'll find his name. Yeah, I've no idea what you're talking about. You know, like Marvel, the Avengers. I'm aware of Marvel, yeah. Yeah. Typically. Happy, the guy Happy. What's his name? He's a famous actor. Anyway, I'll find it. Don't worry about that. We'll go into Kieran's week and I'll, I'll do some Googling. I'll give you something new to watch. Um, right, Kieran. So anyway, sorry, that was what, 80, 88 miles, was it? I'm sure yeah. I that. Yeah, I think so. Solid week. Now into the taper. Yeah, it's feeling good already. There we go. Kieran, have you got your week up while I yeah, do some Googling? Rolling the days back. Yeah, I'll yeah, get, on, I'll get yeah. on to the right week for you. Here we go. Right. Yeah, so this was this was another race week, I guess. Another B race leading up to Manchester. Um with no taper again. So just training as normal. You know, last last big hard week. Um and then Sunday was a bit of the main test. Um so yeah, rolling back to the first Monday, just two sixes again. Um that's coming up a marathon on the Sunday. So I did twenty-six point two. Um, just like steady pace on the Sunday before. So I think I remember that Monday morning feeling quite bad. I think I put crawling, progressed to running by about a mile five. Um, yeah, Achilles was quite sore that day, if I remember rightly. Um, yeah, looked like a big week ahead. Then the night I felt a bit better, ran a bit faster, I think, pace-wise as well, another six. Um, just seven-minute miles, nice and simple. With David Bentley? Yeah, David Bentley. Yeah, he's doing Manchester as well. Ex-Tottenham ex player? Not quite. <laughs> Not quite. Um, yeah, going into Tuesday, I think I picked up a bit of an analyst, to be honest. I'm feeling quite run down. But nevertheless, cracked on and did quite a mighty session of special work. Uh, lots of 2Ks and 1Ks. So 2K, 1K, 2K, 1K, 2K, 1K, 2K, then 2, 2, 1Ks. Um, 2K is a threshold, 1K is a 10K pace. 90 second jog recovery. Um, pace is quite good, to be honest, but dodgy GPS around that and just missed it. Nah, so just, it. Yeah. just say what it, just call it. Take I it. Ran, yeah. I ran about 10 seconds more than what I should on each rep just to make up for the GPS because I'm like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, average good pace is like 455 for uh, 2Ks and then like getting down to 440 for 1Ks. Felt pretty tired, but got the work done, as you do. So what is that? Five. Deep. Six, eight, nine, 13k of effort, I think. Yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, you, yeah good for that. How, how big's the lap of that? What do you do? Little lap, you do different laps. Um, it was like 1k laps, but 
to be honest, I was getting quite bored, so I just ended up going off everywhere. Do you um, not? It's quite, yeah. Do you not just do two laps? Do you not just do two laps, one lap for the two k, one k? I was trying to do a big lap for two k, then a small lap for the one k. Because that's what I tend to do if I've got a loop, and then I can compare it to other sessions. Yeah. Like you still get dodgy GPS, but at least you know if yeah. it's trending the right way or not. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, did that in the morning and the night. Did six miles easy. Tough, I've described it as. And, yeah, understatement. Um, feeling it. Bit ill. And then on the night, stayed back after coaching, all day coaching. Did a gym session. Last one in the gym, I think. So, yeah, getting the work done. Normal, traditional Tuesday. Then midweek, head up to Newcastle. And had a couple of coaching sessions up there. So, did 15 with Lewis. Um, and the next Mike McLeod, as I described him. Um, he won club champ of um, Ellswick Harry's. So, he's presented with the award by Mike McLeod. So, hence the reference. Have you met 15 Mike? Miles. Have you met Mike? I haven't personally, no. What about Ryan, his son? Um, I think he stopped he stopped racing by the time I saw I got into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so That's yeah, a- that was Wednesday, just a straight fifteen. Um longest um well the last time I'm gonna go fifteen on a midweek. Rolling into Thursday, I need some speed. Um stayed at home, I was a bit ill, but managed to go on, out and do a session. I, I wanted to do twenty two and you keep saying you're ill. <laughs> what what are your symptoms? Let's diagnose you. Um, tiredness, fatigue. Um, it's just marathon training. What's that? It's just, it's just marathon training. <laughs> yeah, I've been ill. I've been ill for twenty weeks. <laughs> um, are you, are you like looking at your heart rate or anything to see if you actually are? Yeah, it's it's higher than what it should be. Yeah, but you're just gonna push through. Yeah, what's the other option? <laughs> what well, if you're if you're coaching, if you get a message from someone you're coaching and they say yeah. not feeling so well, what do you say to them? Yeah, of course you manage you manage their expectations and adapt it. Um, obviously, I don't preach my own um, advice. <laughs> my own advice. <laughs> so I, Just, we're all the same. Are we all the same? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my watch was working so I had to estimate the 200 meters and I didn't know exactly how many I did until I finished so I ended up doing 23 200s with a 60 second jog yeah and that was on a road loop as well so a few tight turns but yeah turn the legs over okay and then bin men timing you as well couldn't yeah good support from the local bin men so nailed nice. that one um, and on the night easy 7 miles so a nice 70 miles there Ticking it off nicely. Um, Friday, two sixes, same as Monday. Um, nothing special. Pilates class, I guess. Uh, and an S&C class, single leg stuff. Body fluid stuff. Stuff people don't like. How's your Pilates? Um, quite rubbish, to be honest, but I try and lead them. <laughs> uh, I only started it about six weeks ago. So you flex- Are you flexible? or Better than I was six weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I might have to start I it. I recommend it. Yeah. I've always been awful and like so inflexible. And I honestly, the other day, the other, a few weeks ago, I went to stretch the day before a race because I thought I needed to stretch. 
I think it was the first time I stretched in about 18 months. That's terrible. I was so tired. And I was like, yeah. Um, But no, I don't mind. um, I don't mind you putting your stuff up. It's just Josh. I don't like putting all his his rubbish on Strava because it clogs my feet. Yours is fine. The one good thing with coaching is, I guess, I stretch like six times a day. So I suppose that's why I can get through my marriage. I think it's a big factor. So yeah, Friday, Friday, two sixes. Saturday, I was racing Sunday. So Saturday, I did 10 miles in the morning, five miles in the night, as you did before a race, to keep the mileage up. Nothing fancy. Where's your GPS gone on, on the morning? No idea. No idea. Yeah, went somewhere. Um, around Teesside. But yes, Sunday, so Sunday I was running around an airfield with full laps. Um, it's part of like a low-key low key half marathon. And then I went on to 16 miles, so I just kept on going for an extra lap, actually. Um, did you go yeah. straight straight through the finish? Yeah, yeah. Get your celebration in? No, no, just straight on, straight on. Yeah, no time for that. <laughs> I think I, I went through, I think it came out at 69 flat for the half. And then I think I picked up the pace a bit, to be honest. Um, the last five miles, that didn't actually load. It came on like nine hours later than I activated. It looks like I did too. Yeah. I split on Garmin anyway. Um, yeah, I was good. I mean, I averaged 5.11, which is probably a bit fast. On, I guess on, on tight legs and with weights in my legs, I guess. It could be marathon pace. It could be not. Depends how confident I want to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, exactly like at least it gives you at least it gives you some confidence that you can that is a pace that you should be fine with going for at least half marathon so um so yeah that's promising what was that a week of 113 um yeah not bad when you're feeling pretty ropey for some of the week to get yeah please get through it yeah see what you got session in got some leg turnover and a big session on Sunday. So, yeah, solid yeah. week. Um, well, we now, we're recording this, we're 11 days out, aren't we? So, yeah. Most of the hard work's in the bank now, isn't it? Well, I think so. Yeah, hopefully, just trying to stay in one piece. Yeah, definitely. You're not, have you done any COVID testing or anything just to double check it's not COVID? Um, no, not to be honest, no. But um, I feel 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 fine now. So yeah, I think you'd you'd find out fairly quickly if it was. I think I want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably do a Yakub like not win and then put a positive <laughs> test up and say that's why. Yeah, Josh did the same, didn't he? Josh came off the back of his sixty-four half, and his his most imp- what he liked to tell everyone was he ran sixty-four half off COVID. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it, it's quite like that. But but yeah, Jakob, not bad getting a silver medal off having COVID. Right for some. Um, got some questions for you boys from some of the listeners. I will start with um, start with this one because it comes in from somebody called Ruddy Heavy Runner. I should really look at who their actual name is. Um, he said, Will, are you now moving up north since you joined northeast project um so yeah you on the on the move up north are you still gonna do it remotely um so gonna work um from cardiff um 
Kieran's kindly said he would help me see out the rest of my rent in Cardiff. Um, and then, yeah, going to start a second hub down south, hopefully. So expand the Northeast project into kind of a bigger, bigger thing, bit, a bit more national. So going to try and take up some coaching, follow you two boys. So is that going to stay, Kieran, is it going to stay Northeast project? But Yeah, it's a tough question. Some, um, some decisions to be made, but yeah. I mean, the sort of principles can be expanded yeah. and things and the philosophy can be shared somewhere else. But yeah, Brandon might have to change a bit. Going for UK domination then. Exactly. <laughs> and what you, um, the athletes you've got on board, are they sort of a range of distances and abilities? Complete, yeah. Like, probably inclusive um, from the age of eight years old to 75, yeah. Wow. Mile to marathon or everything in between, yeah. That is a good mix. I also asked a question is what's the, um, what's the benefits of, or the strengths and weaknesses of remote co- coaching versus in real life. He's actually put versus IRL, and unlike Clousy, I know what that means. So, yeah, what's the what's the you go for Will? Yeah, I think um, virtually it's it's difficult because you don't get a face to face one to one time with the athlete. So, like with Kieran, he's ill. The athlete's not telling you; you won't ever know, and you can tell. By just talking to your athlete if you've got that face-to-face time so um i think it will help a lot once once i'm able to do that because i'm currently doing it all virtually but adam is one of my guys i've got so i think that's a big benefit of doing it um actually properly yeah i, I mean i would say i mean i do most mine remotely i think with whatsapps and voice as long as the the athlete is responsive and communicates you just got to make it clear you need that feedback all the time and I know I always look back on my relationships with my coaches now and think how did they ever coach me because I never gave them anything I literally got on with the work got it done but I don't need to tell him anything I just keep ticking it off and the only time he heard from me was when I was in in trouble like ill or injured or whatever so yeah communication isn't it it's key um I've just asked this question, but Alan Corlett says, how are you both avoiding the current bout of Corona? Yeah, I'll sign on there. <laughs> We're not sure if Kieran has avoided it. <laughs> Will? Well, I'm still at my current job um, until that's over. So I'm still working from home. I haven't really seen anybody today. So that's how you avoid it. Yeah, we're pretty good as runners, aren't we? We don't, we're not very good at socialising with real people. So just... <laughs> We're going to avoid people. <laughs> um, right. But this one comes in from Trail Taylor, who's a, a patron. He says, um, what are your best, well, start, what are your best race experiences? What's your, Kieran, what's your, being your best race experience? Um, in terms of big races, I've only been racing on that level for the last sort of nine months, but, I suppose the last Manchester Marathon has to be the best thing I've done so far in terms of like a learning experience for my, my training and my mindset in our process one. Um, maybe a wake-up call as well. Yeah. yeah. Will, you got a favourite race? Yeah, uh, Great South. Yeah, um, did all right in the last one. And I was um, running with Tomo and like Jack Rowe and 
I was getting more cheers than them. They were like looking around going, who's this well bloke? But <laughs> it's, it's no good advantage. Yeah, that's nice. You didn't have it. The year I did Great South, you turned, it was about eight mile, you turn onto the seafront and we had like a 40 mile per hour wind to run into for two miles. Yeah, it wasn't but, quite that bad. It was a bit breezy, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, you should just say, yeah, yeah, it was really bad. Oh, it was horrendous. Yeah, I would have, I would have broken 47 if it had been a bit better. But... There you go. That's what you need to tell people. <laughs> um, then worst race experience. Any shockers, Kieran? No, oh, loads. Um, Croft 10K, which was like a, like a cycle track type thing. but So I went into it on the back of lockdown, feeling really fit. I thought I was fit. And ended up running about two minutes slower than where I thought I was. <laughs> so I made a bit of an embarrassment out of myself. <laughs> um, and got beat by everyone who I wanted to beat. And so I knocked my confidence back. Didn't really race for or train well for the next three months. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was like this time last year. And it was a big changing point in terms of like my business, in terms of my running and changing everything up and changing my mindset. Yeah. There you go. You need one of them, don't you? Yep, I think we've all got plenty of them. You, you'll get plenty more as well, unfortunately. Um, Will? Um, probably Watford BMC 5K. Um, earlier in the year, like May time, I PB'd off not much training after some injury. So I was like, oh, you know, don't really need to train. Didn't take it seriously here. Watford had a shock of a race and it, yeah, hubbled me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, what you... For, what the 1443 yeah but I'd run on the road a couple of weeks before that and 1425 so I, was, I just assumed oh, I'll run on the track it'll be yeah. quick I'll PB this isn't a problem and then that happened what a shock you're still faster than my PB I know it's not, <laughs> not, not, not the worst shock I've seen in my time um, I mean I know boys who went well both, um, well, Josh last year went to Trafford, didn't he? And tried to run a 5K and ran like 15.20 on the track. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure you'll have some better shockers in the future. Hopefully. <laughs> it's always good. Um, right, that's the questions. And our last one comes in from, from Sydney. What's your favourite post-race meal? Go on, Kieran, kicks off. I said this last week. But, you said um, pre-race last week. All right. Okay. Well, I think. I, I, oh, you didn't. No, you did. You said a beer, didn't? No, that was, that was pre-race. That's pre and post. Yeah. Um, I guess after a pint, a, a pint, a pint. <laughs> yeah. Pint, a pint. What pie? What pies do you have up north? Um, good old steak pie. Steak and ale. Yeah, steak and ale. He is very northern. Um, there's another question on here actually. Favorite Lindor flavors? Are you a Lindor man? Not particularly. Oh, just a normal version. There we Sorry. go. That's fine. <laughs> Will, uh, post race, um, probably a pint, but a pint of ice cream. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have it. And, like, after the race, you've done your bit, so you can you can do what you want. So I normally do that, and then Lindor. It's got to be the white white chocolate. The white. I found, I found someone who likes the white ones. <laughs> if you don't want them, I'll take it. I think Klaus has got loads of them somewhere. Um, yeah, I, I think after a marathon, what were, you, what were you like in terms of food? I didn't eat. Yeah, I didn't eat until like 
five hours there. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of have to force myself to eat something. It's yeah. I mean, I couldn't move it, my knee. <laughs> I think um, I moved from the same position for about two hours. <laughs> yeah, right. One, I have got one last question, I think. Um, comes in from Run Life to the Phil. Do you know who that is? Yeah, uh, Phil, I ran with him a couple of weeks ago. There you go. He says, how do you manage being a full-time athlete and coach? So it's obviously for you, Kieran. <laughs> um, you got to give up a lot of sacrifices. you got to, so you got to sacrifice a lot. Um, you got to maximise your time. Like, you got to be, you got to schedule your time right to be able to do everything. Like, so I think there's an easy way and I'm still learning it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to sacrifice a lot of your social stuff. So um, if you want to grow a business and you want to be a good athlete, you only do you know, between that and the social stuff. Like, you can only do too well, maybe. The other thing has to go. Yeah, fair. Um, so you're not got. Are you like Josh and just got running and and stuff? And you. Got, I mean, yeah, the morning it's a seven day job. Yeah. 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 So then it get a bit intensive sometimes if it's just massively, anyway. yeah, massively, yeah. yeah. Last week was quite a tough week, probably why I got ill, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, tough balancing it. Um, I suppose for you, for you, Will, how do you balance work with trying to run like a like a full time athlete? Uh, that's why I end up running at like five a.m. just yeah. so I can get it done and then actually do my working day. But it's, yeah, it's, it's not the easiest. It's mainly trying to get the recovery in as well. Because whereas, I guess, pros get the massaging and can actually recover during the midday, I have to sit at my desk and can't really do much. What are you doing for a job? I work for Admiral at the moment. Um, insurance? Yeah, the insurance company, not the, uh, not the chain of casinos. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, handed it, I actually handed in my notice yesterday to work with Kieran, so... Big move. If you want to be coached, it's all about the Northeast project, <laughs> not team project run. I think. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Give me a free plug. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's 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 harder than it sounds, isn't it? Even sitting behind a desk, it does take its toll. Like when you're training full time, it's yeah. Sometimes hard to get up after yeah working for seven eight hours and get back out the door yeah i feel like you seize up as well mm. uh, when you start getting cold you're not moving so yeah as i said earlier 11 days out now um are you any closer to finishing your preparations for for the race have you got your your vest selected your bag anything done no, <laughs> no not one bit <laughs> That's, uh, that's next week's job. <laughs> yeah, so that's a last-minute decision thing. <laughs> what about shoes? You've got have you got bought any new shoes for the race, or are you just? I did keep... buy somebody came a size short, so I'm going to buy some new. Yeah, um, I'll be going with Adi, Adidas. Um, Adidas Pro Twos. Oh really? Adidas fan. What shoe are you in, Will? Uh, Vapor Flyboy. Um, next percent twos. Not the Alphas. Not the alphas, no. Um, I'm not a big money spender and can't afford two lots, so I know the vapor flies work for me. <laughs> yeah, when you're on um, 
on Kieran's payroll, then you can treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so this the Adios Pro Two. Have you used the night like a Vaporfly? Um, I've tried some on. Uh, I've used Adidas for years and years. And I just love the shoe, and yeah, yeah. It just works for you. It works. It works, and I've PB'd up every distance in them in the last six months, so I'm going to stick with it for now. Um, is it is that the two, the Pro Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so the one Charlie Perdue ran two twenty two in two twenty three. Yeah. 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 Solid. Cool. Well, yeah, this time next week we'll be chatting. What's that going to be? Four days out from the marathon. So full into the taper by that point. And yeah, I'll try and disturb you too while you're throwing some pasta in your face or something. And um, probably terrified by then. <laughs> yeah. Very real. We'll do some um, pre race pep talks for you both. And maybe I get Josh on the show to, to give you the the big hype up because he's good at that I probably need it <laughs> cool alright boys um, we'll speak again next week have a good week cheers, cheers thank you